Welcome to the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. My name is Tanner Kern, certified G, bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. And this right here, this is G Money Grant Mitchell. He's got the basketball jersey on today, like I do, because the NBA is back. It's opening night, and you can't teach that. Bada boom, we're back for a bonus episode in the room. Grant, are you riding today? Absolutely riding, Tanner. Just like I was riding with you on your parlay. Didn't work out, but you know what? It should have hit. And these picks tonight, they should hit because it is opening night. It's a lot of excitement in the room. And we've spent a lot of time researching these picks, getting ready for opening night. And lo and behold, here we are. I will say this. Before we get into NBA, we're only really talking NBA day. But I will say this. The Philadelphia Phillies, you guys are the biggest jokes in the world. If you don't win tonight, I will be done. You will be dead to me. And you know what? Even though I bet on the Phillies, I will see. I will have a little joy if they lose tonight. Like it, It's like I want to win. Obviously, I want to win money. But if they lose, I will have joy seeing the city of Philadelphia lose because they cost me a lot of coin yesterday. Anyways, back to the NBA. We got a couple games tonight, Grant. Should be a good one. But before we talk about those, make sure you smash the subscribe button, like, share, subscribe. Do it all. We're here for an extra episode for the people. We're trying to help you guys out. So help us out and subscribe. Yep, absolutely. 100%. We are here bringing picks throughout the week. NFL, NBA, MLB. We got it all right here on Ride the Line. And one thing we do have on Ride the Line is the picks for opening night. And that starts with the Lakers, who Tanner's somewhat representing by wearing their arch rivals jersey. And then I got them representing the Nuggets here. We got Lakers, Nuggets, rematch of the Western Conference Finals. Nuggets swept the Lakers out of the playoffs. Last time we saw them, LeBron had 40, 10, and 9 in a loss got blocked at the buzzer. Nuggets go on to the finals, and they win the finals. Now we've got a rematch. There's been a long offseason with the PA announcer calling the Nuggets coach Michael Malone the Lakers' daddy, and uh, you know Mike Malone just taking shots at the organization. LeBron saying one day you guys will understand. Darvin Ham saying we can't wait to play that, them again. Austin Reeves talking trash. Like this is in the space of a month or two, become a very big rivalry in the NBA. And we've got this on opening night. And Tanner, I think we're on the same side of this one here. I'm going with the Nuggets to win this game. Now, I'm not so confident in laying the full five points. I think we could easily be looking at a two, three-point game. I really do not like the Nuggets bench at all, especially in the regular season when the bench is going to be playing more minutes in the postseason, you can get away with the seven man rotation. And you know what, if Reggie Jackson and Christian Brown, are you guys, your guys, sure. You're small, but again, it's a seven man rotation. You can live with that. You look at what they have. I mean, they've got Peyton Watson. They've got Zeke Najee coming in the second unit. Whereas with the Lakers, they have real depth. The Lakers have gone from being a two man team with LeBron and AD to arguably being the deepest team in the Western Conference. Uh, off the bench, they've got Gabe Vincent, Hachimura, uh, Christian Wood, Jackson Hayes, Cam Reddish. They're going to have uh, Jared Vanderbilt, although he's not available tonight. That's a really deep team. So the five points, I wouldn't be laying it, but I like the over in this game. That's my favorite play, and I do expect the Nuggets to win. So if you want to parlay the money line as well, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, it's definitely tough laying the whole five points here. It was four and a half, I believe, jumped up to five. People are going to be on the Nuggets. I expect late money to come in on the Nuggets, which means that spread's going to continue to climb here. But here's a different way to attack, Grant. I want your thoughts on this. You take Nuggets money line here because I do believe they're going to win the game. They're the better team. They have the better stars. The bench might be better for the Lakers. And they do have my guy, Austin Reeves, who I absolutely love. But all the props are slightly lower in the first couple of games just because we don't know what we're going to get out of these players. Like I'm looking at Nikola Jokic over 47 and a half for his PRA tonight. 
It's usually at 51, 52. Like it climbs up there. Same thing we were talking about Jason Tatum for the Celtics game tomorrow. I would take that 47 and a half PRA. You could play that straight, or you could parlay that with Nuggets uh, money line because if he does go over that, chances are Nuggets are winning this game. And to your point on these lines starting lower, a player prop that I do like is LeBron. And with only 24 and a half points, most people are going to be going over, but I think this is an underday for LeBron. Now, last year he scored 31 on opening night. The year before that he scored 33, or excuse me, 34. Both those games were against the Warriors. We know LeBron's history with the Warriors. I feel like that's a different circumstance. We saw in his first two years uh, in L.A., he played the Clippers. I think he had 18 in one of those games, 22 in another. Doesn't spend a lot of time working on his game in the offseason. He spends most of it working on his body to get himself in shape so that he can hold up for the rest of the, the long run of the season. I believe he started last year shooting 44% from the field for the first month of the year, which, of course, is way below his career standard. He's shooting 26% from three as well. So I think that we do you know, get a lower-scoring game from him, which is another reason that I do like the Nuggets to win this game. But over Nuggets money line, LeBron under on the points. Those would be my three picks going into this matchup. I do like that. I think the Lakers are going to use their their wealth of bench players and wealth of guys besides LeBron to really score tonight. I like Austin Reeves to have a big night too. Why? I don't know. I just like him. Black well, jersey. No, that's a very good play because he was with Team USA in the summer. Um, it's just from the clips of him in scrimmage and just interviews, he seems to be taking on a more vocal role. He's been one of the main guys. You know, LeBron and AD are at that point in their career where they don't engage in a whole lot of off court trash talk. Austin Reeves has been the guy saying, "Yeah, I want to play the Nuggets again. I'm ready." to see them so i think reeves could absolutely have a big night that's the official mascot of white frat boys so <laughs> yeah 100 we talked about it there are a lot of white frat boy heroes the lakers had one in alex caruso and, and austin reeves is now holding the the holding the torch he's on the mantle yeah, so I'm all over Austin Reeves points. There's a lot of stuff I like in the player prop market in both games just because they are lower in game one. And again, you don't know what you're going to get out of these guys, but again, you're getting lower lines, so it's worth taking. Moving into the next game here, we're getting a lot lower lines than usual for a guy like Steph Curry, who we're going to talk about in a minute. But Golden State Warriors favored by a point against the Phoenix Suns Warriors at home in this one. Grant, we both are on different sides here. So, so the line, I would take the Phoenix Suns. I think you're going to be on the Warriors, but props is what we're both looking at. Yeah, I do think the Warriors should win this game. Um, I think it's just a lot to try to adjust to if you are the Suns. Now, I know there was concern that Booker and uh, Durant weren't necessarily going to fit together last year, and they did sort of prove their critics wrong. I mean, they got to the second round. You lost to the champions in six games, so it, it's hard to... It's hard to say that it didn't work. I mean, the Nuggets beat the Lakers in four. They beat the Heat in five. So the fact that they went six with the Suns, you can count that as a victory. But still, I think there were some fundamental flaws with the Suns. And I feel like those are going to be even more prevalent with this new roster they have where Bradley Beal is going to be playing the point guard. I feel like it's just entirely isolation ball relying on individual brilliance. Now, they do have that with Durant, Booker, and Beal, of course. But even though the Warriors are changing face, Chris Paul's there, Draymond Green isn't going to be in the lineup. I still think the Warriors were one of the better teams at home last year I think they can use that in this game and they should win this game but to your point my favorite pick from this matchup is a player prop it's the over of Steph Curry's points 29 and a half I know that might seem like a lot but look at the 
going back to some of the problems that the Warriors are facing right now, like I said, Draymond Green won't be playing. That means we're not going to be getting a lot of off-ball stuff, a lot of motion swinging around. It means we're going to be seeing some pick and roll. It means we're going to be seeing Chris Paul also used mainly as the facilitator. I don't trust Chris Paul to be a scorer in this offense. Klay Thompson is aging very quickly. He's he's streaky, very streaky. Andrew Wiggins not a guy who's going to go out and be a dominant scorer. So I feel like Steph almost has to be a scorer in this game. He averaged 29 and a half points last year. Uh, they, the Warriors only made it out of the first round last year because he scored 50 in game seven. And even when the team was terrible and they lost to the Lakers in six games, I think it was, Steph still had 33. So I think this is a big Steph Curry night. Well, that's my fear, too, with the streakiness of this Warriors team not having Draymond in there. Draymond impacts the game a lot, so that's another reason I would lean towards the Suns there. But I do like Steph Curry over on his three-pointers at four and a half. I mean, he's been really, really good shooting the basketball from three-point range, even in the preseason. He's taking a lot of shots. If you go back to uh, his game log in the postseason, he took 14, 11, 14, 10, five only there, and 13 three-pointers. So he's going to take double-digit three-pointers tonight. Chances are he can knock down at least five of them, especially if this game's tight down the stretch and with all the streakiness that the uh, Warriors do have. He's going to be the guy with the ball, so I like him to go over four and a half for minus 120. Uh, from talking about some of the Suns players here, though, because I do want to touch on the Suns. First of all, the Suns could be the most interesting team to watch because, you know, if it works, you know, they have three somewhat unstoppable isolation scores, but – Again, you know, it's a big caveat of if it works. We've seen this with Kevin Durant teams. We saw it with the Brooklyn Nets, with him, Kyrie, and Harden. Now we're just seeing it sort of remapped in, honestly, in, in an even more selfish sort of way because at least Harden could facilitate Bradley Beal, uh, Booker, Durant. They're not known for that. So we're going to see how it works out. But I think Devin Booker is the player to watch for the Suns here. Now, I know that's probably the unsexiest pick, the least sexy pick that you could have because people want to see Durant score points and people want to see Beal score points in his debut with the Suns. But you look at what happened when Durant walked in the door to Phoenix, he was no longer the alpha or he wasn't the alpha. It, it was Devin, it was still Devin Booker's team. In the playoffs, Devin Booker was the best player on the Phoenix Suns. In the regular season, when Durant and Booker were on the court together, Booker shot the ball four more times per game. In the playoffs, he shot it one and a half more times per game. So he is going to be the guy that gets his shots up, his lines at 26 and a half points. I think this is a 30 plus point night for him. So, you know, again, you might be tempted to take Durant because he's the best player. You might be tempted to take Beal because it's debut, but take Devin Booker on the points. He's going to be the guy who delivers. You know, you could do, you could take Devin Booker 30 plus for plus 150, parlay that with KD at 20 plus, which I think he gets there. And then you're going to have a pretty good night. So there's a lot of stuff here. I, I would agree with you, Grant. I would look towards Devin Booker over KD, but I wouldn't want to bet the under on KD either at 26 and a half, just because he can go off if he gets hot and he starts shooting the basketball well. Yeah, the, the Suns are going to be one of the toughest teams to bet from a player prop perspective because any night it, it could be their night. I mean, they've got three guys who can give you 50 and you're not really going to be able to predict when it's going to happen. It's just going to happen here and there. Well, Grant. Anything else? That was the first two NBA games. I don't know why the NBA didn't give us an East Coast game on opening night. Kind of ridiculous. Kind of ridiculous. Very ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, the NBA very much selects the biggest matchups of the year. Um, you know, they do a very good job with scheduling. I think they do it better than any major league out there. They give you all the matchups you want to see at the right times. Opening night, I mean, the Lakers, one of the most popular teams in America with the most popular player in the NBA, makes sense. Going against the defending champions. 
And then the Warriors, who are the modern dynasty versus the team which had the biggest player movement and people are talking about. It. I think it makes sense. I mean, I know you're a Celtics fan. I don't think people necessarily want to see the Celtics as much as they do these other teams. Uh, people definitely don't want to watch the Miami Heat. Nobody wants to see the Sixers with James Harden going up with everything that's going on there. Like, who from out east could you even put in there? Celtics Knicks should be on this. Should be on this schedule. Nobody wants to watch. The you Knicks need an play. East Coast game. You should have an East Coast game on here for sure. Well, well the Lakers, the Lakers Nuggets games at like seven o'clock. I know, but you should still have an East Coast game on here. I mean, maybe geographically speaking, but from a storyline perspective, the Celtics are the most interesting team in the East, and they're not as interesting as like five teams out west. I'm sorry. Celtics, Jason Tatum, big night for him coming tomorrow at Madison Square Garden. So get ready for that. That was Ride the Line. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. We're going to be back on Thursday now talking about Thursday night football. So we're going to take a Wednesday off after two strong, good shows. So make sure you show up Thursday. Make sure you subscribe. Grant, take us out of here. That's going to do it for Ride the Line, guys. The NBA season 2023-24 debut of Ride the Line. Smash the like button if you did enjoy. Subscribe to the channel so you are back for even more betting picks and shows throughout the week. And we'll see you all next time. But until then, keep riding.